What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another week of the Incompetent Sports Report podcast. Now, I do apologize. Last week, was not able to create an episode. And, you know, I thought, how many weeks consistently can I do this until I, I need a break? And, you know, this month of May has just been a little busy for me with a couple weddings that I had to attend. One of them I was actually in. Shout out to uh, Michael Cameron, first episode. Um, and just with school as well, it's been a full plate. But um, I want to stay consistent for you guys. I want to stay accountable and I want to keep uh, making content every week and having terrific guests on here. And speaking of terrific guests, I have my younger brother today and his name is Ben Holmes. How you doing today, buddy? I am um, ready to freaking get down to the, the grits of uh, this crazy NBA. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, ben, ben is quite the uh, the variety sports fan, and um, it's pretty cool how into uh, NBA he's gotten over the past couple years. I mean, I really never followed it. Um, I you know I, I got into college basketball probably a couple of years ago, but NBA is really becoming very popular now. Um, the superstars that they've uh, created, it's just amazing to watch. And mm-hmm. um, Ben's been keeping up with it a little more than me. So go ahead and tell us, man, how this uh, play-in tournament went down. Um, I know you watched some of that, yeah? Yeah, that was um, it. Was, it was pretty much a... Like I think on off of a whim kind of like idea for the NBA to go with something since it was a shorter seventy two game season mm-hmm. rather than I think it normally it's like eighty two or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the seventy two game season, like I think it called for some sort of like really creative playoff um, like chance for the lower seeds and stuff. Right. So I think let me actually um, pull this up as well. The actual uh, whole playing bracket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was um. So I saw that the Warriors ended up going down. Oh, look at me! Didn't put my <laughs> phone on silent. What a busy. rookie! So busy. <laughs> um. So yeah, I saw the uh the Warriors. You know, didn't make it in this year. Mm. So big time. It's you know it's interesting with Steph Curry being in the talk for MVP and then his team doesn't even make the playoffs. I mean, mm. when's the last time that's happened, you know? Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, to carry off that quickly, like, I think all the Warriors um, starting lineup, like, they realize they've they've just been at that kind of, like, uh, 50-50, like, record the whole season kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. they, like, they didn't really earn a higher seed. They could have earned it in the season, but they, mm-hmm. they didn't deliver. I, I didn't see, like, real highlighted games until the tail end of the season when they yeah. were starting to hit their like started numbers. ramping up started ramping up who did they end up losing to was it the looks like the, it was uh, the grizzlies memphis yeah 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 we might have to talk about that um i don't know if you saw the box score for that game no no i mean i see they only lost by five points but right see. like you you want to know why probably they lost by <laughs> that little um i don't know if you had certain things to say about Golden State for those recent games. But I was going to talk about uh, the Grizzlies freaking. 
Yeah, man, go for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, that game between Golden State and uh, the Grizzlies, uh-huh. um, that that was like, I think that was in completely controlled by uh, the guy named John Morant. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy, like, is such a new, he's such a new style, I think. And this is his second year, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it's second year. And, yeah, like, yeah. he, I think he's going to be, like, one of the most, like, critical like roles of a certain position moving forward because like i feel like he could fit any kind of like catch and shoot or just off the pivot foot yeah he reminds me of uh, russell westbrook in his younger days just like stupid athletic he's a point guard that can dunk on your ass too right he's aggressive (laughs) yeah exactly i love aggressive players like that that will just take it there yeah man because you know the <clears throat> this generation of basketball is just it's so soft compared to what it used to be they call everything um mm-hmm. you, it seems you can't even breathe on somebody without getting a foul now um oh yeah 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 so like you said <clears throat> it's awesome to see somebody you know drive to the to the hoop and take on contact and they're not afraid of um you know getting fouled hard or you know, flagrant foul or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, um, man. So, let's see. So, you had the the Lakers playing at that bottom seed. And who did they end up, let's see, in that play-in tournament? Uh, they played, Um. well, they had to beat Golden State right, right. to get their spot. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, which that one, everyone said that was a controversial game. I don't know if you watched that. I didn't. What happened? So a lot of the, a lot of the um, refs were supposedly to blame for that game. No. <laughs> because yeah, it was just like they were. I think they were being a little like uh, sensitive as far as like a, a lot of the um, fouls <clears throat> given in favor of the Lakers. Mm, I see. Like essentially, LeBron was getting like tagged up a couple times, and they were just giving it giving it all day to LeBron. Um, ah. Like, he got, like, scratched in the eye, supposedly. But, oh, like, Lord. then again, like, he played the rest of the game, so he obviously could shake it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the refs were like, no way. He can't <laughs> can't have that happen to him. Um, I know, man. You know, it's always that conspiracy of do they want to kind of mold it to where LeBron is always in the finals every year just because he's the face of the NBA. mm you know, um, yeah, and you hope that's not what it is. You want you want it to be authentic and competitive, but right. Sometimes these guys definitely seemed like they took a couple drama classes and acting classes, and they uh, they know how to sell. They know how to sell the moment. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because dude, like, if I'm looking at the uh, box score right now of that game, um, like. Those, I would say there's like a front three, kind of like how the Nets have, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. what the Lakers have. Like, it's most likely going to be James Davis and uh, Schroeder. Yeah, he is good. I like Schroeder. Yeah, and that's where I was talking to a couple of my uh, uh, goon friends about, like, them being really, like, tied down to a certain starting five in the Lakers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I was like, why does nobody talk about Alex Caruso? I know. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? He's a solid bench player. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, the guy with the headband that probably needs to just shave his head at this point. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like 40 years old easily somehow. Um, <laughs> but also, like, 
you you mentioned he's a bench player. Do you think like that's his best role? Because I I would think he's almost a star- he could put he could be in the starting role if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure if um, I'm sure if they were depending on him to do it, I I have no doubt. I mean, so I guess they still have LeBron playing point guard. Uh, I think know. he's or shooting guard. Yeah, but, but I mean, okay. he does play point sometimes. Yeah, he's yeah. been playing point for a, a while now because I know that Schroeder was also. Like a bench player, or something. Nah, he has been starting a few games. He was bench player, I think, yeah, yeah, at one yeah. point, because he's a solid point guard too. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing is like I think almost the problem is they have too many weapons to kind of like strategically put in a formation. Like mm-hmm. it's weird, like fitting these people in roles because they can play almost every role. Like yeah. like Anthony Davis, that man can shoot lights out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for no reason. Um, yeah, yeah, it helps when you're. You know, seven foot one or however tall he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, same thing like him, Kevin Durant. Um, who else has pretty good handles? That's just a giant. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say probably yeah. Jokic. Yeah, Jokic, Jokic. I was about to say Giannis, but his handles are subpar. He's just yeah. strong and long and can yeah, dunk from the, you know three-point line he oh, can yeah. jump from there takes three steps <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so uh we were watching the game a little bit yesterday with the bucks and the heat looks like the bucks took them down only by two points but um yeah i didn't do see you that s- one. yeah do you see um the bucks making it down the stretch or do you think they get eliminated pretty or pretty early i think um I think they have to. I I'm just gonna be straight up. Like I think they have to have Giannis balling out almost every game because the games I've seen him not playing in like the the regular season, mm. they just looked like so scrambled. Like uh, yeah. they didn't they didn't know how to move the ball around. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I think it was just people trying to put like random pop up shots and they mm. just weren't following for the whole team. Right. Um, yeah, I'd say. Um, we were talking yesterday, him and uh, Chris Middleton, that guy. I mean, his field goal percentage has mm-hmm. got to be in the 60s. I mean, that guy doesn't miss. It doesn't, mm. he, he's got that fadeaway from mid range mm-hmm. and he can jack it up from three point as well. I mean, that guy's impressive and I feel like he's really underrated. Yeah, I don't, was he, um, was he, wasn't he traded from somewhere? Or do you think he's been playing with the Bucks for a while? I don't actually know. I think he has been on there for a hot second. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, I remember watching him definitely last year, and I think the year before. He's 29. Look at that. One year older than me. Um, Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he played at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And I think he's. This is where I need a producer on this podcast, guys, so somebody can look this up, so I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, we need a we need a Jamie. Yeah, that'll be that'll be down the line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at never mind, dude. 2012. So yeah, he's been in the league for a minute, but he has been on the Bucks. Okay, so Detroit drafted him, and then he's been on the Bucks ever since. So. Oh really? Yeah. Um. Looks like uh, seven years with the Bucks. So there you go. That answers the question. Dude, he's been just in coming out of like the sleeper zone. Then like people still don't talk about him. I feel like. Oh, I know, I know. Um, 
And then it looks like, what do you think about the Nets and the Celtics? Looks like they. Uh, oh man. Yeah, yeah, they they beat them the first round, the first Dude. game here. Yeah, I, like, um, since we were busy last the night. The Nets won. That is. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so I watched like the little highlights this morning because I couldn't catch the real game and. Pretty much, I was I was seeing an absolute dominance by that trio of Katie, freaking hard and Irving. Yeah, like all of them were, and it's crazy because you think they would just ball hog, but that game I watched uh, this morning, like their passing game was impeccable. Like yeah, yeah they yeah. were throwing it around like nothing. Yeah, um, just making like Celtics look like babies. Like couldn't catch up at all. I know, I know. <laughs> Did you watch the highlights at all? I didn't. I didn't. No, oh, okay. I really want to get into it this week. Now that I'm not so busy and I don't have a million fucking things going on, I'll be able to <laughs> at least watch something in the evening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Um, but yeah, I was going to say for the Celtics side, like, I think the Celtics, like, are extremely, like, potentially dangerous team. Like... The, sure. Yeah, Jason Tatum's a beast. Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Brown, yeah, when he's yeah. when he's on fire, mm-hmm. um, P. Brown does have kind of some weird. They have games, Kemba but... Walker, don't they? Well, they have Kemba, but like, let me check back like what he's doing right because he didn't. I didn't see him play in a lot of the game in the highlights this morning. Oh, really? Yeah, so he might be um, might be injured. You think? Yeah, or maybe they're just like giving him a rest, like to use him later on or something, which is would be kind of weird. Yeah, it's a it's um, an interesting strategy if that's the case. But yeah, I want to say, let me check the, um, dude, the Lakers and the Suns. That's gonna be a good series. Oh yeah, what do you, that, what do you that like Devin about that? Devin Booker kid, he is so good. And then you can't count out Chris Paul. That guy can score anytime. Yeah, he wants, it seems like that kind of um, is dangerous. So that's gonna be interesting. But mm-hmm. like we said earlier, we'll see if the refs kind of, you know, pave the way for LeBron to make it to the finals. No, <laughs> oh, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think the Lakers. I'm gonna make a bold statement. I don't even know if they're gonna get past uh, like potentially the the second. I think they'll win this series. I don't think they'll win like their second. Um, really? Yeah. Round. All right. Because like you heard it here first, people. <laughs> Hot takes. LeBron is going down. Like this I know is it's not his year, dude. Like. He, the matchup, I know it sounds weird, but they potentially they're playing uh, Denver or uh, or the Nuggets or the Trailblazers. Oh, okay, yeah. I think like both those teams. The Nuggets are nasty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jokic is a beast, but I know that Murray's hurt, right? He's out. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that definitely takes a lot of your game plan out. Mm-hmm. But like they have this like other point guard that came in. He's just like this like foreign. Um, international guy he's just like mm. a straight ball handler like he's, yeah, yeah. he's technical so they have skill and then like you know of course Damian, Damian Lillard like leading the charge yeah that guy's impressive as well like I never count them out yeah, yeah 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 no, that's fair yeah um but I was gonna say back to the the Celtics I have to correct myself. Kemba did play actually last. He got like 15 points. I, just, <laughs> I don't know if he got in the fourth quarter time because I was watching that. Um, he might have tweaked something and he just had to sit out to make oh, sure he true. could play the next game, you know. I'm sure that does happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but looking, we got to talk about, um, I feel like when you talk about the Wizards. 
Yeah, like, man. What they did I'm shocked you. that they made it in. You um, shocked? Yeah, dude, because they were you know piss poor in the beginning of the season, the first half. Yeah. Russell Westbrook started to you know put on his big boy pants and just really came unfold. And then Bradley Beal, that guy's a stud. Dude, um, he's, he, a, he's a consistent scorer. Yeah, so. he's so like just clean with his shots. Like they're never mm-hmm. like poor shots. I feel like. Yeah. Um, Dude, that would be amazing if they even made it to you know the uh, the semifinals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know if I haven't watched Philadelphia that seventy sixes that much. Um, just because like. I don't know, like I, I know Embiid, Embiid, and like Simmons and them are like it's like it's a big body team. Yeah, they got big guys. Yeah, yeah, but for sure. I think that's why. Like I personally like more like the the guards and stuff, like ball handlers. That's why I haven't watched Seventy Six that much. Well, but, that's the uh, you know that's the most popular aspect of basketball right now. I mean, Steph Curry changed the game. He's got the handles, sure. and then he can just shoot from anywhere. That whole like big boy style posting people up mm. i love doing that in 2k but that's not really a strategy anymore <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you can get 90 percent more shots if you really take it down to the paint like yeah it's, it's and then you're easier. talking you know two points versus three points at that point so that's yeah, true yeah, yeah. so but yeah um like i think like up up this season up to like the wash the wizards um level of like comeback season kind of thing from like the previous season the freaking uh new york knicks yeah yeah dude. yeah them too i'm not gonna lie. like I, i'm just in love with them only also because i uh yeah you're a degenerate gambler that's right yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> i was like i'm gonna have to mention that like soon i was yeah. like i live in hit hitting way too many parlays off of them hey man like sounds like you figured it out um with the DraftKings and FanDuel, yeah? Dude, yeah, there's there's a lot to be made with NBA. Shout out. Look, we're looking for another sponsor, DraftKings. <laughs> we just need one promo, and we can talk all day. That's but, right, that's right. Um, but yeah, dude, like, I want to say, what's I don't know their whole squad, but I know it's like Julius Randle. Um, he, I mean, he's just been like the talk of the team because like, He's like an old. He's an older head guy. You talking about the Knicks? Yeah, the Knicks. Um, yeah, you can pull up their squad because I think it's like some guy named Barrett too. He was like, yeah, R.J. Barrett. Um, yeah, yeah, he uh, played at Duke with Zion. Oh yeah, they yeah. they were dangerous. I remember that. Hell yeah. But um, don't they have Derrick Rose? Oh, of course, D. Rose. How could I forget? Yeah, yeah, yeah like they Reggie Bullock. The numbers, the numbers they put up, the sheer like regular season scores, are, I think they were way different from last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Knicks have been a joke for seems like almost the last decade here. Yeah. So that's uh that's cool, man. That they're getting a little limelight now. Yeah. Kind of crawling back in. Yeah, I think. Um, I think like the New York teams, like, um, I guess you could throw Brooklyn into the mix. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. I, I think they're all, like, revamping, or basically restructuring their teams. Like, that's what it seems like recently. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the Nets, for sure, and they're super team now. Yeah, because, like, once Knicks got rid of uh, Carmelo, they thought they were, like, they were maybe, like, a changed team, and after that, they were still garbage. <laughs> yeah, no, I've heard so, uh, 
from multiple sources that they were like one of the worst organizations in sports. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the top level? Yeah, I remember like, I was listening to a podcast one time and I think it was maybe some scouts that were a part of the Knicks Mm -hmm. and they were um, watching a video of Carmelo Anthony shooting and he kept missing like consistently and they were just like (laughs) laughing at him and somebody recorded them like laughing at him, like making fun of him. Really? Just like, wow, man. Like, Great. (laughs) Yeah, I got some mentorship over here in this uh, organization, you know. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. probably not the best environment. To <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's why uh, nobody wants to end up there, it seems like. Damn. Well, they figured out something now. Um, somehow. But what do you think about, um, I don't know if you were thinking about talking about, like, um, Miami Heat. Like, do you think Yeah, sure, any, sure. It, yeah. Yeah, because um, I guess, like. Yeah, I was watching them yesterday. Oh, you were? Yeah, because they played the Bucks. Well, yeah. what do you think about that game? Um, so it was close, but they definitely couldn't really stop Giannis. Um, but I do think uh, Bam Adebayo is good. Um, he's pretty good in the post. Mm. He can make a lot of those kind of one hand floaters. Oh um, yeah, he's skilled. He's skilled. Hooks. And he might be the only one that can really stop Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Butler, he's gonna have to step up. He didn't look too great yesterday. Yeah, um, Butler. Also, Tyler Hero, he needs to put on his big boy pants and start playing like he did in that one game in the finals last year. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah, I just saw his three-point attempt was only like five. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he should be firing, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, that one kid that looks like Sheen from Jimmy Neutron, uh, Duncan Robinson. <laughs> oh, that guy yeah. just jacks up threes, and he had like – Nine points in the first quarter. He, he was going really? off. He was three for three. So, yeah, if he keeps shooting, I mean, you can't count him out. So, yeah, and also, like, where's Drogic at? Is he? Because, I mean, I guess he performed. Yeah, he yeah, got 25 yeah. No, he, points. He was playing yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I do think that they can beat the Bucks. I don't think they're going to be swept by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess... The only thing is they're going to have to find someone that can stop Middleton mm. and Giannis because those guys were scoring at will yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Just firing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, then that one kid uh, that you were talking about um, from Villanova. Oh, uh, DiVincenzo. Yeah, yeah. He's he's solid as well. Yeah, he – Um, I want to say he's only been in the league for like two or three years or something. Mm, I want to say four or five. Four or five? Yeah, because I remember watching him in March Madness. It had, mm. it had to be, because I was still working at Sunbelt, so it had to be mm. four years ago, something like that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... Maybe three years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those was when like, Villanova was starting to make their big runs. Because they went... They, yeah, they, they've been dominant for a while. Well, was that where they won? That might be. That might be the year, actually. I remember the year they, yeah, the year they won. They hit like the uh, buzzer beater, whatever. Yeah, let's look that up. That might have been that year, or the year after. Um, what is his last name again? D. There it is. I got it. So 2018. They won championship 2016 and 2018. Oh wow! So there you go. Yep. This kid's been around 
for so much uh, yeah, he's greatness. Got some, he's got some, yeah, right. He's got some experience for sure. Yeah, this guy along with I've been watching this other guard. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you heard his name. His he's on the Nets right now. His name's Mike James. I don't think so. No. You got you have to pull him up. Oh wait, um, yeah, he, he's a white guy, right? Well, he's I think he's like mixed. Okay. Are oh, you talking about uh Joe Harris? Yeah, my bad. Mm-hmm. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, he's sweet too. He sh- he doesn't miss really. Dude, he's scary. Yeah. Yeah. He reminds me of like a smaller like Kevin Love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where he just lights out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Kevin Love. I haven't, <laughs> Kevin heard, I haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly just stopped like following him only because the Cavs are just like, yeah, man, not performing. They're but, on a struggle city right now, dude. I I like, I loved though. Obviously, like the times that they were all connecting on that yeah, team was man. so fun to watch. Yeah, when they had Kyrie and LeBron, that, that was something special for sure. Because yeah. no, nobody wanted to see Golden State win again. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, actually. Yep, yep. Um. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, but this guy named Mike James. He, um, I was like kind of looking him up a little bit, and I don't know if you want to pull up the videos if that even like works on audio. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah we could do that. Yeah, do you guys see like, you can literally just search Mike James like one v one. Um, like YouTubers like love to cover this man because he has like the most crazy, um, just like jab steps and like all these pivot moves. And he came, he came from like a, one of those international leagues. Mm, um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I think he got like a spot on the Suns for a year. Okay. And then, and then they didn't play him. So he was just like, all right, well, I'm going to play somewhere else. So he played in some like Russian league, I think. Okay. Like 2018, 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he rolled up somehow and got on the Nets. Mm-hmm. And I think he's been balling out. Um, but th- this guy's like, I would say he's. Yeah, let's see. Is this even, oh, this is a. Intro. <clears throat> yeah, man. I I wish I got into basketball as a kid. But mm-hmm. I did enjoy wrestling season. You know, that was the same time in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, wrestling was definitely, you know, the hardest thing I've ever done uh, competitive sport-wise. But For real? basketball is just... I, I, I do believe that they are the most athletic... Um, Athletic athletes in the uh, in, in the face of sports. I mean, <clears throat> I listened to a couple mixed martial arts podcasts, mm-hmm. and um, Forrest Griffin, you know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like the older, yep, one yep. of the older fighters. Yep, yep, yep. So he works at the Performance Institute, and they say that when they have, um, they say hockey players and basketball mm-hmm. players are the fastest to catch on to like jujitsu and kickboxing and fighting. Yeah, they no they adapt the quickest. Yeah, and I believe that. I mean, hockey you got to be a savage to play that sport. <laughs> That's true. You got to be like freaking built. To yeah, play that. and you got to have a high pain tolerance. Um, mm-hmm. And then basketball, you just have to be extremely agile. Coordination has to be top tier. That's um, true. So it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Stop, shifty. stop on a dime. You know. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. This kid is good. Yeah, he, he's like one of those. It's like, um, he reminds me of like a Kyle Lowry kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just crazy. Yeah. Um, like you just said, like shifty. He can move um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on a dime, but yeah. 
I think the next. I mean, <laughs> the Nets are. I think this is still the scariest in this playoffs right now. Yeah, on paper, man, they should win this thing with those three guys playing together. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like one one of them's gonna pick up the slack almost exactly. every time. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a point though that what was KD was injured or was it Harden? Uh, both of them. Yeah, yeah. Both of them were. Um, and I, you know, we, we all assumed that they were saving themselves for closer to the playoffs because mm-hmm. they were gonna make it. So, and I get that, you know, playing seventy to eighty games a season—that's a lot of wear and tear. So, mm-hmm. I understand if you gotta sit out, maybe, you know, every other game or something like that, just to nurse yourself back to normal. Yeah, so you're at your full potential. Yeah, those guys are not also like rookie uh, age, so they have to heal for probably a little while. <laughs> to, like get ready again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not everybody can be a spring chicken, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't all have freaking stem cells in in, in a freaking <laughs> IV. We can't all do that. I guess. I gotta ask you: Would you ever consider doing something like that versus like a, you know? A, artificial surgery where they're putting a metal, um, a metal rod in your leg or your knee would you, would you ever consider stem cells or something like that as of right now hell no <laughs> i i don't trust honestly anything that's like somewhat saying they're qualified as like a as like a a certified way of living longer or something like yeah. i don't think there's enough evidence to show mm. that like someone is like life expectancy is going to be like doubled or something like there's nothing like that right now. Nothing like that. But I'm just talking about like, if you had some, you know, significant injury and you needed to, you know, bounce back pretty soon, you could, oh, you, you can't short. take a year and a half off. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like quick healing. Like you tear your, you know, an, a ligament in your knee or you tear your Achilles like Kevin Durant did or something mm. like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that goes down the, the rabbit hole of like, do you trust your um, your PT trainers enough to heal you in time? And also, mm-hmm. like, I honestly think those are they probably have the best PT trainers in the world. That you would uh, hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like hopefully it's Olympic level like people. Yeah, um, yeah. But like, I think I'm honestly all about like just like letting like nature and like anti-inflammatory things do its thing. If you like have you know proper diet and all that other jazz, it's kind of important. But like, which you do, and we're gonna get into that a little later. <laughs> yeah, that's, that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, dude, like, I just I wouldn't trust like unless there's crazy uh, groundbreaking science on a lot of these players coming up soon. I mean, it, it's interesting, man, because a lot some fighters have got it injected, and you know Joe Rogan does it too. And are you talking about like the vitamin drip thing or? No, no, no. It's, um, so I think it's like, and granted, I'm not a scientist, so please don't take me, uh, too literal here, but, um, I believe it's, it comes from the embryo cells. And then when Mm. you inject that, you regenerate all that, um, ripped down tissue and, um, it's supposed to be a natural way of healing, essentially. Um, mm. Yeah, versus putting a, like I said, like a metal rod in your knee or something like that, and then what the you know, I mean, 
Another question is, and I don't know this either, after you get the injection, are you guaranteed to not have that injury happen again? Is it going to be more susceptible to tearing again? Because, you know, Mm. once you get that surgery, there's no you know, guarantee that it won't happen again. People have torn their ACLs many of times, unfortunately, and have to get it completely reconstructed. So I'm wondering if like that versus, um, doing the stem cells might be the, uh, the future of longevity, you know? Oh yeah. Cause yeah, you're right. Like there's, there's a lot of those like supplement stuff you can, you can take now through the IVs. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess it's like, is it like go down the microdosing route, you think? Or is it more so like you take a full dosage like every once in a year or something? I heard like you take a full dosage and then it takes like a few months to like really kick in. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like it's not like instant gratification. Like you got to let it go through the process. And mm-hmm. then um, that's just what from I've heard. From what I've heard from people when they get interviewed about it that have had it done. Yeah, yeah. Scary. Yeah, man, yeah. I think it's kind of cool, but it is, you know, it's it's definitely that kind of uncertainty as well. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really know, like, what they're injecting in you. Especially, like, I heard down in, like, Panama, they can give you as much dosage as they think you need versus the United States where they're kind of doing the microdosing thing like you were talking about. Regulations? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that makes me not want to travel. <laughs> fucking, like, do anything yeah. sports-related over there. Right, right. That's wild. Hell yeah, man. All right, well, I got one more question for you uh, mm-hmm. for NBA and then we'll, we'll shift. But um, I asked Jason this when he was on. If you're going to play... A street game, and you got to pick your starting five. Who are you going with? Sheesh. Oh, God. We're about to get into And you're the coach. Life. You're not playing. You're picking your top five guys. Top five to freaking carry every game. No subs. No subs. Just those five. <sighs> okay. Well, I mean, my immediate thought instinct is I'm picking KD. Yep. He's just too versatile. Yep. <laughs> um, could literally just win with him. But um, <laughs> exactly. If we're yeah, if we're going like realistic um, players that would work together, it's gonna be KD. It's gonna be. Um, this might be controversial, but I'd pick um, DeRozan. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think he slept on still. Yeah, I would say he's pretty underrated. Um, He's definitely a force when he wants to dunk on your ass for sure. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't say he's the most consistent guy. That would be my only concern with him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, like, playing with the team. Right. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I think he's just – he's one of those, like, talent players. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll just – I would leave him on there just because strictly his talent. Like, he could deliver. Like, Katie could deliver in clutch time. But then the rest of the team – off the top of the head, let's say, I would say like Westbrook, but I still don't know if he's going to be consistent. Like <laughs> at, at this stage of his playing, yeah. um, just because he's careless at times mm-hmm. uh, with his buckets. But um, so I'm gonna have to go. I think I'm going. Um, I think I need another. Need another big, so I'd probably go uh, Jokic. 
that, yeah. like, he's unreal. Yeah. Um, as far sure. as like, like you know, he's like little like back you down with his shoulder and then just step back fader. He can score from anywhere. Dude, it's yeah. so, he's it's like reach. Yeah. It's like five hundred feet. And old. he can shoot threes. I mean, he, he can do everything. Yeah. So he's like the big another big shooter, and then um. I'm actually. I think I'm going. Another controversial problem. I'm going Kyle Lowry. Really? Yeah. I just. I just like how he plays. I don't know why. Yeah. I. Th- I think it's like. I guess the reason I kind of would choose him is that he's so. Um, he's so unpredictable. I feel like. I feel like he knows. He knows like what areas he he can like shoot a contested shot, and he, he like I've seen him do it time and time again. Like he can shoot mm-hmm. contested shots and make them. Yeah. Um, at least he did last season when I was like watching all of his um like playoff run stuff. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Unreal. Um but I don't know what you think about that pick, but I don't think I'd go with him. Um no? nah. I mean I would say he's a good leader, but I wouldn't say he's the most athletic guy on the court. Oh yeah. Um I also thought he struggled in the finals. Um, mm. like when they had Kawhi, he didn't really impress me that much. Really? Yeah, I felt like he could have stepped up. And, um, yeah, you know, as far as point guards, I wouldn't put him in the top. I wouldn't even put him in the top five, to be honest. Yeah. I put him in the top 10. I wouldn't put him in the top five. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, there's definitely. The thing is, when I think about this team together, like, I, I'm thinking about the, the amount of, um, Clutch. I always think about clutch players when I'm thinking about like oh, a squad. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the problem is with me is that like you probably do need to win a whole uh, playoff bracket. You probably do need more team players. Um, I also don't see him making it a full game. I feel like he would have to sub out at some you point. Sub out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is a little chunky. He is a little chunky. But right. he can move though. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you have to be able to move if you play in the NBA, but true. Um, but go ahead, keep going. Finish up. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I think I'm going for the fifth. I think I just have to go because we already have technically two bigs. I'm. I'm pretty much. Yeah, you picked Jokic. You picked um, Kyle Lowry, and then you picked DeRozan. DeRozan. And then I'm going. I think I'm gonna have to just go Curry. Steph Curry. Like we're gonna need we're gonna need another shooter to just like have open. Yeah. He's gonna deliver. Yeah. If it's not him, it'll be most likely Lowry or KD. Um oh, yeah, hitting three. Oh yeah, you said KD. Yeah. That's right. So that's um, four. I thought that was five. Was it KD, DeRozan, Joker, Steph, Lowry, Kyle Lowry? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that is five. Yeah. Now I think about that is a really weird five. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, dude, they could. I think you guys would get swept. No, <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, they're probably bottom seed. Uh, I would say, I would say, like, it would be cool to see it first, but it could fall apart. I could see that as well. Yeah, yeah, I feel I you. I don't know. There's a lot of ball hogs probably on the team. Yeah, I don't know. For me, man, I'd probably go Kyrie Irving, <clears throat> Giannis, Giannis. Um, Jokic. Mm-hmm. So much. Devin Booker. Oh, you're going, okay. And... You're going, who's been hot this season, too. I know, I know. One yeah. 
Shit, I'd probably throw Damian Lillard in there. That guy can do anything. That's true. Yeah. You can't forget about him. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, he. I would compare him to like a Lowry because he could shoot contested like no yeah. other. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would say he's better than Kyle Lowry, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. he probably is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess <laughs> that answers that. Yeah, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, That's good stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I'm really happy that, you know, the restrictions are finally being lifted. We've got crowds finally that mm-hmm. just energy is just, you know, magnifying. It's so much better to watch th- these events on TV. And, um, you know, yeah. it, it, it's just, uh, all day. It's just an interesting time to be alive and watching uh, sports right now as everything is starting to uh, ramp back up. Yeah. And, um, with the playoffs getting ready to kick off. UFC has been just I, I I know I harp on this a lot but we just actually finished watching the main event there was there was a fight last night um Cody Garbrandt versus Rob Font and mm-hmm. uh that was entertaining for sure um Oh yeah. Yeah man Cody Garbrandt that guy just probably one of the most athletic people in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um he's got a two pistons for his uh, his hands there. But that guy, Rob Font, I mean, he basically just stuck to the fundamentals, and he looked like George St. Pierre out there. I mean, he probably yeah. he probably landed like 50 jabs, <laughs> like mm. right on his nose. Yeah. And just simple one-two, one-two, you know, jab straight right, and then hook as he's uh, rotating out. Um, you know uh, Calvin Cater? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're training partners, and they kind of have similar styles, oh, I, I thought. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Both, they both uh, train in Boston, so. And he oh. was in his corner. Um, oh, I, really? I heard him say that, yeah. So, yeah, he took down, well, he didn't, he finished, he did not finish him, but he uh, decisively beat Cody. Mm-hmm. And um, seems like what's next for Rob Font in the Bantamweight division is going to be probably the winner of TJ Dillashaw, Corey Sanhagen, um, or if he wants to hold out for Aljamain Sterling and Peter Yan, but that's not going to happen for a while because um, Aljamain just had neck surgery, so they got to like wait for him to be fully recovered. Why do you have neck surgery? Apparently, he had a um, like a slip disc and had the pinched nerve, that whole kind of um, that pain going down your arm and yeah. num- numbness, and it's kind of a scary feeling. So, I, I guess the doctor uh, found something in his neck and he had to get it. Uh, Reattached or dislodged, yeah, yeah. So was that from? Do you think he got that from the Yan fight? No, he said. Uh, so I, he was on. Um, whose podcast was he on? Might have been the UFC Unfiltered podcast that I listened to, but mm. he said that he was having that pain before that fight, and he's like, "Fuck it, I gotta suck it up. Like, is this a title shot?" <laughs> and I'm sure that illegal knee didn't help. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that body yeah. just like shook. Yeah, jolted his whole body. Yeah, jolted his uh, skeleton for sure. Dude, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, but um, I was gonna say, Rob Font kind of reminds me of. Um, I was thinking about it like all the way through the match, and I now realize who he, he looks like. Um, Sean O'Malley, kind of. I feel like as far as like he's like he would like do that kind of thing uh, where he'll like faint, but he'll like raise his arms up, kind of thing. I saw him do that a little bit where he was like. Yeah. That's why I think he was getting Cody a little scared, like Cody just kept backing off yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, if you can constantly throw feints and be un- unpredictable, um, you're going to have an edge for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what's 
What do you think is next for O'Malley, though? I don't know what's going on. So I heard that, like, Dominic Cruz called him out. Really? Or maybe he called Dominic out. Cruz. And then, yeah. Oh. yeah. And that, that would be an inter- entertaining fight because Dominic obviously is a name. Been around forever. Probably going to retire soon. Um, don't see him making another run for the belt. And then, you know, Sean O'Malley, he's definitely got a giant ego, and I feel like he thinks this shit doesn't stink. But oh yeah, um, if he can beat Cruz, I mean, that's that's no easy feat by any means. So that would definitely get him into, I would think, the top ten at that point because I don't know if he's in the top ten right now. He might be, like, at ten. Let me look it up, actually. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, he's got to be climbing um, – after that last win. Yeah. That division is so stacked, though. Yeah, it's just, like, so much to climb. Um, that is wild, actually. Is, yeah, let's see what his ranking is. I want to say he's 10. Let's see. Or something like that. He is. Yeah, you know, I think... Um, <clears throat> For his next matchup, mm-hmm. yeah, Dominic Cruz is at ten. Sean O'Malley's at fourteen. Wow, he's lower than I thought he was. Okay, so mm. um, yeah, Dominic Cruz is at ten. So if he can beat Dominic Cruz, he should take his spot. You know, essentially that's how that works. And um, oh, yeah. after that. I could see him maybe taking on like Marlon Marias or Pedro Munoz, something like that. Oh um, yeah. Even wow, Frankie Edgar's number four. Wow, I didn't think he was that high. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of movement this past year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gotta ask, do you think um do you think Peter Jan beats Aljamain in the rematch for the title? Uh I was really confident. He would take the fight um, in that first one they had, but now I'm kind of yeah, he was winning. I mean, yeah, he, I think like Peter Yan is. This might be controversial, but I feel like he's faster than Aljamain is like in general. Like I feel like he has more explosiveness or, or like sneaky explosiveness. That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, maybe. Like Aljamain kind of looked. A little slower. I don't know why. He just he just looked he like he wasn't. Definitely looked like he gassed out a little quicker. Yeah, yeah. He was getting tired, whereas Jan was walking him down and was just picking him know, apart. Full, full head of steam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think like if it goes down like that, where Jan just gets the combos he wants, mm-hmm. it's over. Like mm-hmm. I don't, and unless Alderman like takes ground game, um, I just don't see. I don't he's see he's got a sick ground game. I mean, he tapped mm-hmm. up Corey Sanhagen. <laughs> like the minute, I think it was like a minute and twenty seconds. He tapped oh, really? him out. So yeah, he's a black belt. Um, so he's 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 no joke down there. But um, I don't know, man. I think in the rematch, I think P- Peter Yang gets it. Yeah, yeah. What do you uh, mean he wins or? I think he beats Aljamain. Yeah, oh no, yeah. I was. Yeah, I'm saying that too. You are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think he, I think he steals the belt. Oh yeah, because um, how many rounds did he go the first fight? I don't remember. Uh, it was the fourth round, and then he beat him in the head. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Though, he was going to lose that fight. He was Most of the rounds. so sloppy. Like, he kept like, yeah. tripping and, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. was all over the place. Kept spinning and shit. Yeah, he was, like, trying to, like, I think when he was just, like, on the back, uh, on his back, and, like, just, like, just kept trying to kick Jan from the ground. Like, while Jan yeah. was just sitting there, like, 
are we gonna like stand yeah. up anymore? No. Yeah, he's like, well, if you keep doing that, I'm just gonna knee you right in your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> so do you always think he's like, I'm in execution you. style. Finish. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, like, man. I'm excited for that. I'm also, um, as I pull up these little uh, categories of uh, weight divisions, um, I'm excited for um, Paulo Costa to fight again. Oh shit, man! Like, yeah. what is what is he doing? <laughs> he is. I don't know about that guy anymore. I mean, I had a lot of respect for him after that uh, Yoel Romero fight because oh, yeah. that was back and forth. But that Izzy fight that was embarrassing, and the way he was making excuses. Oh, I drank a whole bottle of wine because I couldn't sleep, and I was still drunk when I was fighting. Really? He said that. Yeah, you, you know who says that? A loser. A loser. <laughs> comes up with an excuse like that yeah freaking so, snake we'll see what happens his next fight i think is jared conanier i think who yeah Who's um that? so that's not till august conanier. um jared his last fight was against robert whitaker i believe and robert won by decision so okay should be uh should be a close one I would think, um, mm-hmm. unless Costa comes in there drunk again, you know. <laughs> Just comes in there with like three tabs of Xanax. This time it was white wine, not red wine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. They give me a juice. <laughs> um, all right, so I got to ask you, Ben. Um, yeah. What really sparked your interest in getting back into MMA or getting into it, you know, initially? Um, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, you don't seem like the kind of guy that would be i mean i guess i'm not either <laughs> yeah you don't seem like that aggressive style that would ever want to try it by any means um i know you do some shadow boxing for a cardio workout and whatnot um oh yeah but yeah man uh what kind of got you into it um and really caught your interest with the sport that is a solid question actually because i don't know when it started uh, because i used to like we used to like play like the somewhat realistic ufc games oh yeah way that's back. right that was back in like 2008. I think. Yeah, yeah. That was like, that was cool because like you could actually like see how the the submissions were done, like yeah. you could step by step get through them. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like intriguing for me, like to actually break down movements and stuff uh, mm-hmm. that are really smooth and uh, methodical, I guess. But as far as the actual um, entertaining part of like martial arts, like especially UFC. I think recently, like in the last two years, when I've been like watching events here, like there's so much, there's so many um, styles of fighting that I didn't, like didn't know about until yeah, I started right. watching, like really watching UFC. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that's probably combined with like the Joe Rogan MMA podcast. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love hearing fighters like pick their own brains, like how mm. they want mentally into a fight like what weaknesses they were looking for yeah it is cool i agree that is pretty sick like yeah it comes down honestly just like some crazy psychology stuff like sure yeah a lot of them have sports psychologists oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah okay so that's justified but i think as far as the um like shadow boxing stuff goes for me and actually trying to like be coordinated with ufc yeah like i realized how hard um actual movements in ufc like are to do at a consistent rate for Mm -hmm. a a long time like yeah it's a different kind of shape you gotta be in yeah that's why like i don't know if i'll ever like 
get into like sparring matches mm-hmm. because I'm not sure if I'm prepared to take like rainstorm of hits or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Maybe I'll have to be padded up and I'll like I'll start there. Um, well, honestly, man, that's what's. I mean, you're gonna have some, you know, people that think they're badasses and mm. try to really test everybody and. Mm. That can be fun if it's controlled, but for the most part, um, everybody is super respectful and like they know, like, all right, this guy's new. I'm not gonna just give it a hundred percent and try to take him out and hurt him. I'm gonna touch him and show him that I'm here. But I also want to like teach him and he teach me, and that's what I, feedback. It's what I really like about it. Yeah, yeah. Because I've done a couple sparring sessions and I've gotten you know not rocked in the face but i've been touched and i'm like oh man like if that was a real fight i could have been dead it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna actually have like a new face yep, yeah yep, yep. <laughs> that's what i always think about I was like dude you have to be prepared to sacrifice your body in some of those fights like, yeah yeah it's a brutal way to make a living man but the way that i look at it <clears throat> i don't know if you do as well obviously it's extremely violent um mm-hmm. and Luckily, knock on wood, no one has died inside the UFC. Um, Which is wild. It is wild. It is wild, you know. Um, that's why it's uh, kind of a f- controversial argument if, if it's da- more dangerous than boxing. Uh-huh. Because in boxing, the only objective is to hit the other guy in the face or the body. Mainly the face if you can. And that's pointing to head trauma you know, undeniably Mm. with MMA, you can win by submission. You can wrestle the guy. You don't have to necessarily hit him in the face. You know, the probability of that happening is high, but, um, I would say it is slightly safer than boxing, um, from a concussion protocol, you know? Yeah. Yep. Cause, uh, if you get choked out, Mm. at least you, uh, you're, you're not, uh, in too much damage, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so the way that I look at the sport, um, it is brutal, but I really look, I look at it from a competitive nature. Um, mm. I there's no other sport on this planet that is that intense in the moment. Mm. All eyes are on you. It's one on one. Yeah, only one. You're fighting in your underwear essentially. Yeah, um, bare and you can see like. Although they're just doing it to get clout, but all the people chiming in on Twitter, um, watching the fights, all these actors, and um, you know, I guess you could call them pro- profound people. They're tuning in, and everybody's learning the sport, and it's just becoming so popular, and it's it's pretty incredible to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for it. Um, Dana White done a tremendous job promoting the hell out of it with ESPN, and. Um, and like you said, listening to uh, Joe Rogan, him having fighters on, yeah, uh, seems like every other week. Um, that got me into it pretty seriously too, because you really? learn all their backstories and their history and where they come from. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially that Francis one. Ngannou. I know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, what a story. Digging in the sand mines. Um, every time he tried to escape, they'd send him back. <laughs> like, just the, has the camera, no yeah. no success for years. And like he just doesn't care. He's gonna keep going. That's Dude, just... that's that's how you build a champion, man. <laughs> it's like, yep. They're a robot at that point. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's how I feel a lot about a lot of fighters. Actually, I feel like they they turn into these machines that don't that don't pretty much care about the vessel that they're using to fight. They're just like, no, I'm going in there like 
I'm going to die on my shield. Yeah. I'm going to take yeah. whatever it takes um, to be a champion. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And once that happens, your life changes. So it, it's ultimately worth it. And, um, uh, they all say the adrenaline, you know, in the moment you don't feel any pain, but mm. yeah, I, we all know the next day is you're hurting. You're probably in an Dude. ice bath for half the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can even recall like just from like football or something like taking, oh, right. taking one hit the next day. You're just like, that shit was the worst feeling yeah. in the yeah. morning. Like exactly exactly like how do i take how am i supposed to take 500 of those in like five minute match or something <laughs> oh i know i know it's so um so what else on the slate yeah let me we're gonna do one more ufc question mm-hmm. if the fight between john jones and francis Ngano gets signed who do you think wins that fight um i think like everyone's instinctively saying John Jones because just because of his repertoire and all that stuff, like yeah. he's known to take down so many different styles of people. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, he's, he is the goat essentially. Him and Khabib. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like undeniably. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I watched like some Francis old fights, and I noticed he was very. Um, he didn't. He didn't look. Uh, he honestly still looked like like an amateur fight fighter in some of those. I feel like because he was just like I would say he a was. bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't have um, you know that much <clears throat> ground and submission knowledge. Although he did win one fight with a Kimura shoulder lock, and that's just because he was so much stronger than the other guy. And really? he just kind of pry his arm out and bend it. But yeah, I agree. Um, definitely amateur status when he first got in there. But um, right has the touch of death in his hands mm, <laughs> dude yeah it, the sheer the sheer power yeah like he's delivered with just like one hook he doesn't even need i feel like he doesn't need combos he could just deliver one. Oh, you're right you're right um I, but, I, and that's why i think it's controversial like with this jones fight like i don't know if jones can really take hits like that powerful you yeah know? probably not yeah i mean he he you know he has been he has been displayed that he's been getting hit a lot um, in his recent fights. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if he's just doesn't have that because fighting in the light heavyweight division for so long and just cleaning it out. Um, you wonder if he just got bored and you know lost that fire. He's like, I'm so much better than everybody and kind of yeah. got lazy and then careless. Only one by split decision against Dominic Reyes. Won by it might have been unanimous against Tiago Santos, but it was mm. fucking close. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking that him obviously going up to heavyweight, it's the money fight for Francis, and mm. we got to see if Dana White wants to pay him his twenty million or whatever he's asking for. Um, okay, but come down to X's and O's, man. <clears throat> I think John can beat Francis. I think he can. Really? Yep, yep. I think, uh, but I don't think he's going to do it in a flashy style. I think he's going to get him against the cage, mm. get under hooks, do some leg sweeps, some trips. I don't think he's going to be able to just straight double leg takedown Francis because he's like 270. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. brick. So, yeah, that's what I worry about. It's like, how yeah. is he going to move Francis around and even get him on the fence? Like, you think he's just going to like try to just like back him down, like scare him into the fence kind of thing or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um 
if I was his coach, I would say, you know, don't walk straight at him. Walk at angles, cut him off, get him into the corner, just like you would in a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. And then once he's in there, get in there, clinch, yeah. and then try to get him to the floor because I don't I mean, John's a great striker, but you can't gamble with somebody like Francis, man. I mean, you could, mm. be, you could be winning the whole fight. Same thing with Derek Lewis. You can be winning the whole fight, and then the fucking fifth round, he knocks you out one punch, you know? <laughs> He's been, like, charging up the whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, saving it up. Yeah. Like, I would I would think Jones tries to take it to the ground. Um, yeah. If I'd he's think, smart, that's what he would do. Think so? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Does he have longer reach than Francis? It's probably the same, actually, or close, because John is, like, 83, I think. Oh, shit. Francis, that's a good question. Francis is probably, like, 81, something like that. 81 inch reach. My God. Um, yeah, I thought, see. I just know Jones is probably a little taller, but I don't know if his reach is. His legs might reach easier. So his is 83, so it's the same as John's, I think. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll make that interesting. Um, what is it? Where is it? Give us the stats. Hit the 27. 84 more and a half. So it's right there. It's really small. Oh, it's small. But, yeah. All right. So he's got an inch on him. But I don't think that even matters at, at that. Um, at, at those stakes, man. Um, mm. Anything could happen when you should have zigged and you zagged instead. And now you're sleeping on the canvas. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what's so what's like that terminology you're using right there, the zig and the zag? Is that like do all coaches kind of use that stuff or is it just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, that's really pertaining to like head movement and mm. you're trying to obviously time where he's going to end up with his punch. And mm. if you sway to the right side and he's throwing that hook at you, now nah, you're fucked because you're right in the mm. pathway of that fist coming at you. Yeah. So, or same thing. You sway the other way, they see that coming, and they throw a head kick, and you walk right into it. So, like you kind of just like let them know what you're doing. Exactly, you're uh, you're being transparent at that point. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You're telegraphing, telegraphing. Is what I meant. <laughs> not transparent, telegraphing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that definitely is a whole factor. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've only taken a few striking classes. Actually, Kevin, who was on the podcast last, he's taught me a lot as well um uh-huh. he's he's taken boxing classes and he's Gee. he's sparred a lot more than me so i try to uh take any advice i can from him oh, yeah. um yeah man it's uh it's awesome i love it it, ge- it gives us something to do on the weekends that's for sure <laughs> it's a go-to until football season comes back until football season comes back and it is Right around the corner, baby. And yeah. we're going to talk a little NFL real quick. Um, okay. Right off the bat, mm. what do you think about Tim Tebow signing to Jacksonville? Uh, I guess he's got to make the team first, but still, you know, he played with uh, Urban Meyer down there at Florida. So he recruited him, and we'll see. We'll see. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I would say straight up, I think he's going to flatline. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to get benched almost after, like, maybe any kind of usage in the first game. 
<laughs> I just I think he's gonna get worked. Like if he has to like block or something. Yeah, man, he's got to get used to being hit, you know? dude. Yeah, yeah, he's been out of the league for a little while. I mean, he was an aggressive quarterback, but still, like, yeah, he's a big dude. He's got a big frame. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know if he's as big as some of these DNs. Um, um let's see. <laughs> actually, some of these DNs are just insane. He's big. so he's six three. He's decent. What is he? Two, two fifty five. Wow. Okay. Okay. That I don't know if that's true. Wow. He's, I didn't think he was that big. Okay. Let's see. Just bulked. Well, shit. Yeah. 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 He, he, yeah. No. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Him and uh, Trevor Lawrence down there, and uh, we'll see if he can actually get him the ball. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, is Trevor Lawrence like? Did they? get Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow just because, like, Trevor Lawrence was, like, moving for that? Or is it, like, mm, who made I that decision? doubt that. I'm, well, obviously, Urban Meyer, because um, he coached him at Florida. And I'm sure oh. I'm sure Tebow was kind of chirping in his ear, like, hey, man, like, really itching to get back into it. Like, I can do this. And he's like, you know, oh, man, my chance. you're not playing quarterback, but tight end, tight end. <laughs> we can see how you do there. So They're like, yeah, yeah, catch. yeah. I mean, it would be awesome to see him do well, man. Um, it would be. But he's, like we said, he's going to have to get used to getting hit, especially these safeties and linebackers now. I mean, I know it's a personal foul mm-hmm. if they hit you in the head area, but that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. <laughs> mm. And uh, he's he's going to have to get used to uh you know, those low shots as well at the knees. Oh, um, yeah. When you're catching a ball over the middle. I mean, that ain't no joke. That's That can be uh, devastating. Obviously, knock on one, that, you don't want that to happen. But you always got to be thinking about it. True. Um, yep, yep, yep. So, Ben is a longtime Miami Dolphins fan. Indeed. I'm not sure why. His, uh, his justification is that he... Uh, he played NFL Street religiously. I think it was uh, the first one from like 2001, and Ricky Williams was on the cover. PlayStation, and then, Ricky Williams the star. Yeah, you uh, you were definitely pretty good with that team, and um, lost many of times to you. So I'm guessing that's what uh, caught on to um, that Miami fever you got there. <laughs> I think like um, I think it's just like. Over time, they've gotten more exciting to watch because they, they had, like, the whole, like, dynamic duos, of course, with the Super Bowl times, which I obviously wasn't here to watch. But, yeah, like long time ago. But it's, like, the fact that they had this built-up um, potential from, like, those past years of being dominant, and now it's, like, they're in their little, like, upcoming build phase. Mm-hmm. That's why I keep following them because they slowly add, like, these pieces. True. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, their division is very good. Um, you've got freaking the dynasty of New England. You've got mm-hmm. the Bills and Josh Allen, who have really just gone on this impressive run the last couple of years. Um, them, mm-hmm. them getting a Stephon Diggs, that guy can score at any moment, it seems like. And um, right. it's tough being a Miami fan, you know. But you guys... Did get um Tua, and that kid can play. He's got potential. Yeah, he's um, I think uh, when I was watching some of his uh, games, I noticed like he was very um, 
He was pretty calculated with some with some. Well, at least the games that I, I didn't watch like too many when he was in, but um, the games he was in, he seemed very controlled, like with decision decision making, which I thought he wasn't going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a lefty, right? Yeah, he's a lefty. So that's another dynamic to add. I mean, that definitely throws a defense off when you have a left-handed quarterback. You think it really like really changes everything? Or? Yeah, yeah, because they're used to quarterbacks rolling out to the right every time. Running to the yeah. right, he's going to go to the left. It's the same thing when Michael Vick was playing. Um, okay. that, I mean, obviously not as fast as him, but you have to be aware of that side. He's going to want to mm. um, sway that way and run over there, and you basically have to, you know, flip your defensive brain. And you're like, all right, we're going to play to the opposite side of the field this time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Actually, you have to like shift yep. the line. Yep. But yeah, I'm. I'm also excited for that the um, the draft pick they got Jalen Waddle guy from yeah uh, yeah 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 Jason and I were talking about him oh really what yeah. was what was Jason talking about Certain um about so that kid was out of Florida I think I think it was Alabama shit you might be right one of those SEC huge teams I'm pretty sure it was uh you're right Alabama yeah yeah, yeah man A crazy um, season. I mean, Alabama's been number one for a long time and definitely for, you know, it, it's going to be it's, it's going to be cool seeing all these young guys um, getting picked up in the first round and just getting they all get snagged up on fantasy teams. They start really balling out. Um, obviously, you don't want them to be a bust. You want to see them have long careers. Consistent. Yep, yep, yep. So. Yeah, man. Um, I hope that he does well, and I can't say I know I've seen too much footage on him because I'm not the biggest college football fan. I'll be honest. Um, I really only watch like the the national BCS championship at the end of the year. That's about it. That's Um, all I do either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for receivers, you guys have him, and who else you guys have? Uh, We still got Devontae Parker. Okay. Um, he'll deliver every now and then. Yeah. Um, when he has to, I think he's yeah. main like a mainly, um, like a fade route kind of guy. Sure. Catch sure. Ball. Yeah. Deep balls. We just got uh, Will Fuller. I think. Oh, he's good. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's good. But he got injured, didn't he, last season? Uh, Thought he had some like ankle, broken ankle or something. So oh. I don't know. So he was with the Texans. Yeah, he was Texans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be and right. Then, they had a. Horrible season, really, for the most part. It was yeah, kind of that was de- weird. deflating. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're just losing. Well, did they just lose a lot of people, or? Um, I'm not sure, but obviously Deshaun Watson is not happy being there. Yeah. And, um, I don't Can't know. Deliver. I don't know what's gonna happen with him, man. I mean, well, they, it seems like nobody is picking him up. Nobody yeah. wants him. Yeah. So I guess he's. He has no choice to stay with the Texans right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. And. Obviously, there's some drama going down, and he's not getting along with uh, the personnel and the head coaches. So. That's It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think he's a great player, but obviously he's got those allegations. Um, I haven't really looked into it if mm. those are being accounted for now. Um, but, you know, we wish him nothing but the best. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll just see how he plays. Probably won't be picking you up in fantasy, but... <laughs> We'll just uh, we'll have it on the so Ben uh, roster. Ben has uh, been a part of our um, ten person fantasy league for the last two years, and he mm-hmm. was doing pretty well with uh, Dak Prescott. And 
Zeke Elliott. Oh, uh, don't remind me. Yeah, yep. yep. <laughs> Until uh, Dak had that Nightmares. horrific compound fracture. And uh, that was time. the end of Ben's season at that point. <laughs> that was almost 80 points uh, a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Yep, yep. I'm excited. Um, you know, I would love to get uh, two more people this year and make it a 12-man league. Oh, yeah. Up the stakes, get more money in the pot. Get um, get more uh, harder picks. Exactly. Um, it's going to be harder to uh, find someone that's, you know, <clears throat> going to stay injury prone, I guess. and Well, not injury prone, but stay healthy and um, not be a bust as well. Because mm-hmm. um, I am looking at some of these new kids like, just got signed, and uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea to maybe grab one of these quarterbacks like the kid at Chicago, Justin. Oh, uh, Fields? Yeah, dude. I think he's going to be good. Yeah, He yeah. was he was scary good in that yeah, championship. I think he's going to be really so good. So accurate. Yep, yep. I think Andy Dalton is uh, not going to be playing too much. <laughs> dude, he, is, he needs to go somewhere else, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see, like, Andy starting off the season, but I think that Justin mm. kid is going to take over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inevitable. Yeah, man, yeah. But, I mean, um, I was going to say, like, um, if we get more people, do you, like, want to go down that path of having more, um, more, what is it? You know, you know, you know, you can have, like, two quarterbacks in at one time, that kind of stuff where you add um, positions in the starting lineup? Or is yeah. that just too much? I don't know, man. At the NFL, that's hard to really pull off. Um, no, I meant fantasy. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you could definitely do that. Um, mm-hmm. This past season, I had Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, so I couldn't really go wrong, you know? That's true. I still lost, but... <laughs> well, yeah. I was good on quarterbacks, but... Yeah, because a lot of the leagues I've heard, they also add in... Um, it's like they'll do, like, more than one tight end. You can start at the same time. And then you could also do like linebackers and defense. Yeah, yeah, that used to be a thing back in uh, back in the day when we played on Yahoo. You could pick a defensive player. That's so weird. It's it, weird. It is strange. I would always pick like Ray Lewis, some kind of like middle linebacker, because really? they're more susceptible to like getting sacks and getting oh. interceptions. So, yeah. so it's like universe, universal player, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For That's sure. pretty good. Fair yep, enough. Yep. yep. All right, so we are at the point of the show where we are going to shift our spotlight towards our guest, Ben Holmes. We're going to ask him a little bit about his backstory. Whoa. Yep, yep, yep. Now, Ben is in the field of IT. Indeed. Um, Computer coding is his specialty. And he has just found himself a career, it sounds like, for the Department of Homeland Security. Mm Mm-hmm. So tell me, man, at what age, you know, even though we grew up together, I'm still going to ask you this. What (laughs) what age did you really find yourself intrigued with technology and really wanting to learn the ins and outs of how to build a computer, how to Mm. read code, you know, all that jazz? Yeah, that that's like something I like honestly think about every day. And I think my answer changes a lot. (laughs) <laughs> Which is weird because yeah, it's like I had so many random influences, influences of um, pretty much like 
as far as like just the whole gaming side and like the performance of games, like that was probably the first like interaction with like technology, like just like Xbox 360, some basic stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like actually looking at the components of like what it requires to run this graphics at this amount, like how many frames per second, all that kind of like terminology stuff that goes into the games and stuff mm-hmm. for running at a high speed. Mm-hmm. And then from that moment, I literally just got into, um, like I just got in, dove into the kind of world of, um, in like high school, there was like gaming developing courses. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like there was like that one teacher that just did everything. Her name was like um, Eileen, Miss Mac or something like that. Oh, um, I don't know if you remember Malik. Malik, dude, yeah, I yeah. had her as well. Look at that. Nice. Okay, <laughs> so it's I mean maybe she was really popular then. Uh, she was great. She was great. I mean, she was almost like too chill. She would let us like play video games in class. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Half the time we would literally just copy and paste the uh, the assignments and just like as long as you get the output, yeah, yeah and you right. understand it, you're good. Yeah, exactly. But um, pretty much like from there, that's when I started like doing like just like caveman level coding it was like dragging actions and like putting them together cool nice nice yeah and creating a program that actually runs a game and all that like developing stuff where you Mm -hmm. got objects moving around whatever the hell Mm -hmm. um but then like that was like really base level right so i was like oh what the hell there's like mad possibilities with all this shit like Mm -hmm. you can create whatever you want Mm -hmm. um using people's already created code and like add on to shit and all that kind of stuff oh, i gotcha so it's like you don't ever have to start from scratch with technology usually you can build off of mm-hmm. things so that's when i was like um i started getting to uh like building computer rigs yeah this was like sophomore year of college yeah which was probably 2018 yep so that was the point i don't know if i uh had like showed you all the inner workings of like that um computer like case rig i was working on yeah i remember that yeah, yeah, yeah. that big black one yep. i still have it it still like runs like a beast too Hell um yeah, man. which is that's why i was so like intrigued because like you can build um pretty much any specs you want as long as you like do the research on like what works the best together and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so it's like i won't go down the list of all the parts that you need but like <laughs> yeah, you can, sure, there's, yeah. there's a lot of shit you need oh, yeah. um so i was so I was so freaking fascinated by like um how simple like the the interconnections of like all the parts have to go to like a central motherboard kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's like that's the hardware level. Hardware level is like you got to start there first. Mm-hmm. Then you can get to the fancy like software and um operating system stuff. Yeah, like yeah, Windows yeah. is now. So pretty much Got to see all the cool like fans and spinning stuff and shit in the hardware mm-hmm. uh, inside the case. Mm-hmm. Put that rig together, and then from there, I just like, I just started getting really like uh, efficient with running like multiple, um, multiple like training sessions of like programs. Like I would just pop up like cybersecurity stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's like uh, telecommunications, pretty much like networking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was just trying to learn all like assets of IT, yeah. So I could not, so I wasn't like filtering my or just kind of tunnel vision on one aspect. Yeah, yeah you want to be a jack of all trades. Yeah, 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 it's kind of hard to do that though because there's so much shit being upgraded every day. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Specifications, standards. Yeah. Um, 
speeds of things. Yeah. So it's like, I think mostly I can find myself in cybersecurity with Yeah, I was going to say, um, I guess you can tell us as much as you're allowed to um, mm-hmm. at the, uh, the clearance of Homeland Security. But is that what you're going to be doing, creating kind of like a cybersecurity wall for their data or... Um, well, enhancing it, I should say. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like at the core, you're you're pretty much like nailing on the head, which most cybersecurity defense people are doing, because mm-hmm. there's like the whole. I could have gone the offensive route, and you do like the penetration testing, and like you, oh. yeah, that's that's a whole nother. Yeah, game. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's hard though, because you got to know how to like, you got to know every like little hole in like people's systems. Even if you have no Become idea. Become a hacker. <laughs> Literally a hacker for good. Um, which Hashtag is, hacker. Yeah. <laughs> Straight ethical hacker. That's is right. what the terminology is. But like, I like the defense side more because uh, I'm all about like forensic kind of stuff. Like you get to dig into um, the traffic coming in and out of the systems and stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. it's really fun to um, like do simulation scenarios. Um, like on your own time because half the time in the company that I'm at right now like I don't think I'm at um, I'm still at an entry level position right now sure, where the yeah. point where it's like I don't get to see a lot of data yep. that comes in and out I'm just helping like clean up the database that's that's getting uh, analyzed later on gotcha yeah gotcha. so yeah, I, yeah. I deal with um, they call it like querying and, and you know you know pulling and and so manipulating it's data querying Querying. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. It's like so, it's surprisingly close to that word, which is not good. But yeah, you can kind of get where I'm going with that. Yeah, um, yeah, no, no, yeah. You're all good. You're. All, I just yeah. had to do a double take there, but you're good. Yeah, that's a good. It's a good uh, check on that one. Um, but yeah, back on track. Like I'm, um, I'm going to want to be working on like the firewall kind of side of it eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell like, yeah. like actually looking for threats and and like neutralizing any further movement of them into the systems and stuff mm-hmm. it's just that either i need to get a little bit higher clearance yeah to like of course be certified to deal with that stuff mm-hmm. or because they're trust you're trusting the entire entire company in that and those people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all like cybersecurity people have kind of high a lot of risk uh on them but it's like you got to be ready for that anyway so that's why I'm like starting entry level, like looking at what kinds of data goes around. Sure. And then I can be like, yo, you should like trust me to do this, I guess. <laughs> I think uh, you'll have no issue with that at all, man. Um, so Ben is the youngest out of my siblings. Sam is the middle child. And I would say um, out of the three of us, Ben would be the best uh I guess spy or secret agent you could ask for. Um, he'll he'll keep a secret. Um, very frugal about his expenses. Um, very yeah. very secure fellow we got here, and um, I, I think any company would be astonished and love to have you at a at a higher hierarchy eventually. All right, there's your recommendation right there. <laughs> we'll keep on the records. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, sir, man. Yep. The sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Yeah. Um, So now because this is a sports podcast, Uh I wanted to ask you, back in the day, what was your favorite sport to play in high school? Ah, damn. 
throwbacks. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to go back in the vault of like memories right now. Um, I would say, like, by far, I think one of the most um, interactive sports, like where we were always doing like drills and and like like pretty cool teamwork stuff, was probably lacrosse. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lacrosse is probably the the sport that like got me into like thinking about um, like eagle eyes on your like field of where you're playing mm-hmm. like always think about 360 who's around you type yeah, stuff yeah 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 that's like way different than football in my opinion football For was sure yeah. yeah football was just like you have a set goal you're moving strict strictly down the field but it's like you don't you don't worry about all your teammates i feel like like you do with lacrosse like you're always looking i don't know that i'm kind of i'm trying to say like lacrosse was always like i had to know who was cutting where yeah and looking for the ball a certain area yeah yeah Um, that's true no it's very similar to um hockey and basketball i would say mm. um people can go behind the net um a lot of cutting like you said finding a quick open pass for sure um setting picks constantly so Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot going on and you know, unfortunately, it doesn't get the justice it deserves or the credit it deserves, but Still, I would yeah. say it's one of the most exciting sports on a grass field. And, um, you know, college lacrosse gets a little bit of a, a little bit of a spotlight, but that's about it. I mean, there's no really – there is a professional league, but they make about, about as much as the teacher does. So. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they can't, like, get enough fan base. I no, think, no, they, they got to have sponsors. They got to have a second job. I mean, it's that, that kind of sucks. But yeah, um, and they yeah. even tried to merge. They tried to merge to the the PLL. I think it's called now. Yeah, yeah, that guy uh, Paul Rabel started it up. Yeah, yeah, he's like the most profound lacrosse player. If, yeah, if anyone was like to start a movement, it would probably have to be him or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some other. Um, what's that guy's name? Quint uh, Kesnick or whatever. <laughs> I know that guy. Yeah, the yeah. announcer. Yeah, yeah. So, Quint here. <laughs> Always is like just like breaking down every player's like yeah. play every five yeah. seconds. Yeah, he does a good job. He does a good job. He's good. Um, yeah, man, lacrosse was a good sport. That was a good sport. I played as well. I played as well. That was fun. Yeah, I wasn't mean, the best at it, but I did have a good time with it. Well, yeah, it's like I think in your case you could apply like a lot of um, aggressive plays from like football into lacrosse. True. You can put that in there. Yeah, I was definitely want. more of a defensive player. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have the best stick skills. I would maybe score like one goal the entire season. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's it's at least you're like on the stats though. You're you're yeah, making yeah. you're making attempts. Yeah, that's what matters. A lot of ground really. balls. A lot of ground balls. I was pretty good at that. Hell yeah, ground ball machine. That's right. That's right. GBs. GBs. <laughs> Someone to always have to get man. Yes. That yes. That was the hard part. I actually enjoyed doing that, but that's probably where my concussion started. (laughs) Dude, I actually remember uh, one game, we were playing against Godwin, and this big defensive guy was running down the field, up up the sideline, and I was like, all right, this guy can either juke me or try to run me over. Either way, like, I'm going to knock him out of bounds if I hit him. Mm -hmm. And we collided, and I saw white for a second. Like, my vision just went white. Really? And I was like, that wasn't good. <laughs> That's a tough Did scary. I stay in the game? Yes, I did. I kept playing. But that was there a little scary go. for a second. Yeah, yeah. You just thought you blinked 
too hard or something and you're like screw it <laughs> nah man it was it was probably a, a mild concussion i mean a little flashbang they don't have those kind of helmets are not like designed for that kind of contact they're not football yeah. helmets yeah they're made to protect you when someone hits you with this stick not their skull or a ball <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so it's minimal yep 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 well cool man um so i got one more question for you all right. So Ben, for some reason, even though he's practically sticking bones, I mean, he, he does work out. Don't get me Lead wrong, machine. but he is hardcore about this keto diet and low carb life. Yeah, man. Nothing wrong with it. But my question is, um, why do you feel like you need to stick to this diet so strictly? I mean, mm-hmm. you're by no means chunky. I mean, you're even before you got on this, you're probably seven percent body fat i mean <laughs> yeah probably 10 or less um yeah, yeah which is acceptable for a lot of people yeah um, i would say so i it's it's also acceptable for me so i guess oh, was that the rest of your question because i was just gonna go in no no go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um, so a lot of people take the um because i did a little like background research before i started it, like why it's even a thing mm-hmm. of kind of like a lifestyle of like controlling or eliminating certain foods in a certain way. Like, why do they do that? Mm-hmm. So I did the little, like, background. And supposedly it came from, like, um, not for the purpose of losing weight, but, like, back in the day when kids would have, like, um, seizure problems or something, they used this way of eating where it was like, keeping the sugars really low, all the carbs. And for some reason, that over a long period of time, like, stopped all their seizures and all that stuff, like, on no meds to help as well. Hmm. Like, it was literally just changing the diet so that they just didn't have really high blood sugars and pretty much like diabetics oh, conditions. I see. I see. Yeah. So that was like the original first experimental use of it. Like in, I want to say like some 1950s or something around their trial or something. Okay. I didn't know that. Maybe 60s. Interesting. Yeah. But so that was the cool little science part about it. But it gets even more into the like nitty gritty science um, when you're like talking about like the health benefits of it. Mm. that's a whole another reason that I do it. Um, yeah. At first I did it cause, um, I was just like, for some reason, yeah, I just thought I had a little too much fat, which I don't, but I was just like trying to see if it was really effective losing like a little like belly. It was really just belly fat. That I was like, I don't want this. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, out of here. once you start drinking, I mean, Dude. It, it packs on a little quick. I mean, don't get me wrong, but, um, for some reason it chose to go to the stomach, um, all the fats. Every so. time. That are the, the little love handles. I can't, uh, I can't seem to get rid of those. The yeah, rings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, um, to keep it short and uh, sweet, like for the health benefits, like I, I like love hearing people that also do it and they do it for like the same kind of reasons that it, um, I'm doing now. So it kind of assures that like other people are having what do you expect out of the diet? Mm. So what, what, what I'm kind of expecting is I get high energy, like, like clear brain for like any like task I need to do like throughout the day. Like good. I have yeah. no fogginess. Like I used to have when I would just eat like snacks of just granola. Mm. I would eat granola bars probably like every other hour. Like mm. I didn't think that was sustainable um, now. Like- but I was like so fine with it back then. Yeah, um, they do have a lot of sugar in them. That's, yeah, that's the kicker. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like I also I could have eaten cleaner carbs 
like yeah. oats and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't eat that as much as I did like granola bars and sure. just like crackers and stuff. The Natural Valley stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like they try to put it in the name. Yeah. But it's there's stuff in there anyways. Yeah. But so now like I feel almost like mentally I can just like I can just like cruise through any um like multitasking session now like i used to not be able to multitask but like now i can multitask that's awesome man and yeah, yeah like that's huge exactly like i feel mad productive okay um so it's really energy levels are good um the other thing is like it it makes you not think about like food all the time like bro <laughs> i used i used to like always want to know what my next meal was before like i yeah, like that's me right now really? <laughs> yeah. i've never gotten out of that phase <laughs> which is not bad because like food is like it's such a uh, rewarding thing it is I mean, man it is it's, i mean it's also a coping mechanism you know <laughs> yeah. yeah there's there's a stress eating is a real thing <laughs> yeah and it's it's different for like athletes because they have to kind of force feed themselves true true yeah. so it's like I'm not an athlete like that, so I, I won't subscribe to that, really. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like my body needs to force feed at this point, unless I'm bulking, I guess. But, um, well, you're still thinking about doing, what, American Ninja Warrior eventually? That's somewhere in the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ben has uh, built his own little, uh, I guess, obstacle course in the backyard. He's got, um, mm. he's got some rock climbing. Uh, handles that are strapped, ratchet, ratchet strapped. strapped to the tree that he can scale. And mm -hmm. um, he's also built some wooden kind of pedestals that you jump back and forth between that you see on that show. And um, I think I think you should do it, man, if you ever get the chance. Uh, I mean, you got the perfect body type for it. I mean, light enough. Yeah, as long as you've got that upper body strength and you can do some pull-ups, you'll be able to kind of carry yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm definitely all about um, like I wasn't before. Now I'm about about like calisthenic training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that stuff is hard. It is. Um, it's, especially it's fundamentals for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's it's so it's so like it's almost like a compound kind of exercise when like you're doing like some barbell work. Like you have to kind of use all your body most mm -hmm. of the time with that mm -hmm. stuff. Keep the core tight. All that. Yeah. Crazy. Uh. Precise stuff, but. Anyways, yeah, as far as, like, the goals of, like, kind of, like, the exercise and, and the low-carb eating, yeah. like, I would say, I would say it, it it's worth a try for a lot of people, because if you try it out... I and, tried it. Oh, yeah. It's worth, yeah. <laughs> I was not a fan of it. Oh, yeah. I mean... I made it, like, two weeks, and then um, my body was... Uh, I, I just went into a feeding frenzy, and mm. I was trying to eat... All of the peanuts I could, all of the almonds, just low carb, and my body was not having it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I actually, like, started to feel sick. And, and I'm assuming that's your body going through the transformation where you start to burn those ketones in your blood. Um, and I guess I was just too much of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much your your body was, like, has, has been eating this one way. Like, we all have for yeah. years. Yeah. You're, like, you're literally just only made in this life to eat one way um it seems but it's like if you like i guess gave you like a month or more some people take longer to transition so it's mm -hmm. like that's the problem that everyone's different where they're transitioning yeah. their energy source and all that crazy stuff yep 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 it's 
it could be a mental thing like maybe like your your mind was playing tricks on you or something be like oh we just need more uh we need more protein or we need more something else but like mm-hmm. i usually just stick to the higher fat that was my issue i was eating nothing but protein essentially yeah i was having a hard time finding things that were strictly fat um and then i told you as well something was going on in my like intestines or something but mm-hmm. i had that like metallic taste in my mouth for a mm-hmm. long time and then when i you know <laughs> caved on the diet and started eating carbs regularly they went away so it balanced my it, body yeah. was not vibing with it but mm-hmm. like you said because um it's brand new and i've been eating you know really whatever i want for my whole life so when i just abruptly change like that my body's going hey what the fuck is going on here <laughs> it's like i don't know how to use this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Or is it Doritos, man? No. Exactly, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. I would say literally, like, if you still eat a high-carb, uh, like, diet daily, like, as long as you just don't eat, like, processed stuff, you could still probably, like, feel good. Oh, yeah. No, there, there's good carbs out there. You know, yeah. Sweet potatoes, stuff like that. Um, yeah, for sure. And, you know, they say being healthy and losing weight um it's 80 20 you know talking diet versus working out but i truly believe if you're burning calories consistently mm-hmm. every day working out you can kind of get away with eating some of the the higher carbs and mm-hmm. high, yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah i mean even in my like case is a, is a little example like before some of my workouts that are like the high intensity training ones mm-hmm. i'll like maybe like in then the like one one out of the two meals usually I do yeah, just two meals a day still yeah. but like let's say the first meal is going to be before the workout a couple of hours I'll like throw in some berries or something like there you go something it's just like a a quick little like thing to burn for the workout yeah but it's not gonna like throw off every balance yeah hormone or anything um mm-hmm. so you can like I guess that's considered a little cheat but it's like you're gonna burn it off so. Hey man, work the system. Yeah, it's like biohacking. Hack the system, exactly. Hashtag hacker. I like it. Hack everything. Yep, yep. Well, tell you what, man. Um, I'm really excited for you to move up to mm. uh, Maryland. So, what part of Maryland are you gonna be living in? Well, I guess I kind of considered them like. Or working east. in. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. like I'm east living, going to live east of Maryland on near the Alexandria side. That's what I thought. So yeah. it'll be a Nova, Nova, um, Nova Night or whatever they call it. Um, but <laughs> Nova Night. Nova Night. That's a new one, probably. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah, but, um, or basically just, um, snobby people, you call them that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I don't see you becoming that by any means, but. Dude, I hope not. If you do, we'll have to fuck you up. <laughs> no. You got brainwash. Um, <laughs> but no, like the, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird area to choose, but the, the new building is, um, they chose behind the MGM casino kind of area. Oh yeah. So yeah. I think they're just going for like a highly or new developing area mm-hmm. to like put their huge assets of data and, and you know, ah, gotcha, they gotcha. want space. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Hell yeah. that's what the, the sneaky government's doing. The sneaky and then they want government. you to go to casino. Yeah, just be careful with that, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure you're aware of that corruption up there, but hopefully, oh, you, yeah. hopefully you won't get entailed with that. So far, I haven't seen anything sketchy. Yeah, um, yeah. or I guess if you do, you can't tell us, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys uh, might not get a part two. I'll be dead. 
<laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> but I'll I'll try to uh, uh, shit. keep it clean. Yeah, man. Um, nah, um, we're all gonna miss you, man. Um, definitely gonna try to come visit, and hopefully you can get back down to Richmond, you know, often, and mm-hmm. uh, so we can get you back on here again. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so I also wanted to mention I did create an email mm-hmm. for all the fans out there. It's called incompetentsportsreport at gmail.com. And if you guys have any suggestions, any segments that you think I should implement to make the show, you know, better than it already is, um, please go ahead and send me an email, a link, whatever. I'll, I'll take any tips, any advice. Um, uh, I try to stay open-minded, and I just want to, you know, entertain you guys, and I want to please everybody. I know that's impossible to do, but, um, yeah, I would really love feedback from anyone who um, feels like they have something to say. So, mm-hmm. And once again, I always throw out this link, or plug, the, <clears throat> the, the intro to this podcast and the outro is a track called Lazy Days by my band called The Medics. And you can find us on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, our EP is on there. So please give us a listen and a follow. I really appreciate it. And um, thank God the restrictions are finally lifted. It's going to be wide open. Freedom. Concert- yeah, exactly. Concerts are going to be happening left and right. And I can't wait to start playing some live music again. We have been itching for it. Um and uh, I'm fucking excited. I mean, I can't really put it in any other words. Um, ben, is there anything else that you want to say? Anything you want to plug? Um, I think um, I would say all all the things Jake just said. You need to check them out because <laughs> it's it's all it's all fresh new content that I think a lot of people need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the new band coming out with stuff. Y'all just sit tight. There's probably some more coming. Um, you got that right. You got that right. But yeah. Appreciate the uh, the environment here. Um, yeah, man, it's kind of cool to actually talk. Not bad, sports. right? Not bad. <laughs> wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I'm all good. All right, all right. Well, guys, this has been the Incompetent Sports Report, and um, like I said, next week I will be hopefully getting another episode out because I want to stick to that regimen. And mm. um, thanks for listening, guys. Adios. Oh,